preacher man says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold grind The interest is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive Can't, Country folks can survive uh, And uh, this is your country folk, James Kelso, on the Trump Phenomenon Radio Show, here on Wednesday night, February 21st, 2024. It's a live show. You're welcome to call in at 512-248-8252. And I've got a little screen devoted strictly to your calls. There it is. I've brought that up, and I'll let our... Master of Ceremonies, engineer, producer, impresario, Mike. Uh, no, I'm watching that screen where he will let me know whether you're calling. Let's see, we're on tonight for an hour, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, as we are Monday through Friday here on the Republic Broadcasting Network, which you can fund at republicbroadcasting.org. And that's uh, really the only way it gets funded. There are no fat cats, uh, NGOs, or trust funds, or uh, assorted such things funding Republic Broadcasting Network, and certainly no government funding. And uh, the uh, so it's you. It's up to you. Of course, everything on the right's been canceled. Everything. Uh, there are many prominent people on the right who can't even post on YouTube. Can't. can't uh, I, I got canceled in just about everything, and in many things I haven't even tried to post to find out whether I'm still canceled. So, uh, so at some point I should. I used to really. I used to have a pretty darn big website, and uh, the uh, it it all just got ripped out by the roots, uh, by vicious cancel culture. So uh, maybe I should have fought back a little harder. But anyway, it, whatever we have, radio, podcasting, websites, forums, social media, it's all funded by you. There is no other, no other real practical way or practicable way of funding our cause. So hop to it and, and fund, fund, uh, make it a habit. This is the way it's going to be for a while and uh, maybe for a long time. So just think of it in terms of, uh, you know, your uh, tithing to the cause set your tithe wherever you want to set it but think of it as an is uh 
you're paying forward your future. Well, the uh, and that more importantly, that of your children and your grandchildren and your descendants on into eternity. And this is this is the this is for all the marbles, meaning it's for you now, us now, but it's also for all, everybody that comes after us. If we lose, if we screw up and manage to lose, we lost for all those future generations. There's no magic wand that they can wave and uh, suck themselves out of the uh, abyss. They will simply be in the abyss. So, you know, and, and we can't point back in history to some time when it was that way. And was well, it's a cyclical thing. It's, uh, you know, uh, history repeats itself. You know, all these bromides about laws, so-called laws of history. This has never been done. There's no, there's no history to repeat here. You are living the first time that civilization and even maybe even life on earth was threatened, mortally threatened. Even at, at the, in the worst moments of World War II, it was not this bad. And of course, World War II, uh, you know, has a big connection to what we're experiencing right now. That was a, a lot of the setup for the slide that we have been in was created by World War II. So, well, here we are. Before I get too mopey, uh, we've got some good things to report to you. Uh, I'm going to start right out with the man himself. You hear too much of me and too little of Donald Trump here on the Trump Phenomenon Show. So let's go to the phenomenon himself. And this is, he did uh, an extended interview with Laura Ingram. You heard part of it last night. And, well, was that worth hearing last night? Well, a lot of millions of people thought it was because Laura Ingram had the highest ratings she has ever had in the history of her show in that interview with Donald Trump. Why am I not surprised? Uh, here, let's read the president's post on that. He says, and again, he's got so many posts. I, you know, I've, I've read these posts and I, I should maybe, maybe just speak them from memory because it's hard to find them again after you read through. Here he goes. Four hours ago, Donald J. Trump posted on truthsocial.com. Congratulations to Laura Ingram on getting the highest ratings last night in the history of her very successful show. It beat all comers for the night and the week. It just happened to be a town hall interview from the great state of South Carolina with me. Tonight, the remaining segments will be aired 7 p.m. on Fox News. Enjoy. Well, I say uh, bravo to that. So let's listen in. Here he is. This is what she broadcast tonight. Tonight. 
and he was gracious enough to sit down with us for a bonus round of questions. All right, President Trump, the Biden campaign has joined TikTok, even though the FBI says TikTok presents a massive national security threat. It's not on any government phones. You can't download on the phones. Um, You banned it while you were president. He lifted that ban. Are you worried that you're going to miss out on the young voters by not being on TikTok? Well, right now I'm leading with the young voters by a lot. I think they want to see competence in office. Uh, They see this guy who can't put two sentences together. He literally... So if he were on the stage, he would not be able to figure out how to get off. Did you ever see it? You can't find the stairs. The stairs are all over the place. You can't find stairs. Uh, they want to see competence much more so than being on TikTok. So I believe that. Uh, TikTok, I was going to ban it permanently, but Congress didn't want to do it. I said, look, I'm going to do what you want to do in this case. And they didn't want to do it. They're pretty well taken care of. But uh, I don't think it's going to matter for him. You're extremely funny. I mean, you have a, a fantastic sense of humor. People who you know don't know you personally sometimes don't see that because you're facing very serious challenges and a very serious election. How might you showcase your sense of humor during this campaign for you know those people who might not be all that into politics? I don't think I want to be a comedian uh, with respect <laughs> to the campaign. We have a country that's dying. We have a country that's a, it's a fit. Now, by the way, just to set the stage here, the stagecraft of what we're seeing, Donald Trump has a, a very serious mean to his face, uh, which is excellent. This is exactly the right persona for him to be in. Uh, and when she said, you're very funny, he didn't smile. There's no... Uh, no kidding around. No, you know, like, oh, this is funny. You know, uh, Tucker Carlson needs to learn this himself. What, what, the, what Trump is doing right here is the seriousness of where we are. And Tucker, you know, bless his heart. He, there's no, we have no one more wonderful. But he learned a habit of laughing hilariously years ago before it was life or death, before we knew it was life or death. And he just has this habit uh, that's, you know, endearing uh, in, in other circumstances of, you know, you know, just a roaring laugh, you know, kind of a, you know, uh, chuckle, sort of giggle. And I don't know what I don't want to mischaracterize it, but it's a it's too lighthearted a laugh. It doesn't fit the times. It doesn't fit the situation. So when he's in the middle of a you know tremendous conversation, and I faulted him for being too kind of morose during the Putin interview, and I, I think I withdraw my criticism and I apologize because he, that was the right that was a good tone to take. There was no room there for smiling or uh, you know joking around. So uh, <laughs> uh, Trump has got it here now. And to set the stage further, you could hear the audience. As I said, Donald Trump, they are they are right with their leader, the the MAGA people in this audience. And it's it's palpable. Laura Ingram, I didn't know she was so small. I've never seen her next to Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a big man, six foot four, weighed 245 and a broad shoulder and narrow to hip. Everybody knew you don't give no lip to Big John, <laughs> but he's six foot four. She's petite, so when she's sitting on a high chair, the same high chair that Donald Trump is on, 
Donald Trump is sitting on a big high bar stool high chair and his feet are flat on the floor. Her feet are on the bar stool, the bar of the bar stool, way a foot off the floor. Just so you get the picture here, I didn't know she was this small. I kind of thought maybe she was a tall, lanky woman when she's sitting all by herself, but she's not. Okay, so here, here's continue with the interview. Failing nation. I say it in my speeches. So it's a failing nation. We have a nation in decline. We are a nation in decline. I just don't think it's a subject that we're smiling too much about. When I see 18 million by the time he leaves, I think that's going to be the number. 18 million people coming in from places unknown. We have no idea who they are, but they are terrorists. We're going to have massive terrorism. We're going to have a big problem with terrorists. We're going to have a lot of problems. We have to get the, and especially the bad ones. And remember what I said, the local Police force, you have a great family right there, the Heinz family sitting in the front row. They lost their daughter to an illegal alien that came in and we threw him out and he was gone. And he came back in, just came back in and he his their daughter was killed by an illegal immigrant that came in during the Biden administration. So sad. So I just don't see that much humor in what we're doing. This now uh, the camera shifts over to a Heinz, a family. It looks like a father and daughter, or anyway, a man and a woman who are the Heinz family. And they're nodding their heads up and down in complete agreement with Donald Trump. Apparently they lost a family member murdered by an illegal, uh, turned away, sent home by Donald Trump, allowed in by Joe Biden. Joe Biden? Guilty of murder. Uh, Alejandro Mariorcas, guilty of murder. Guilty of murder. The murder wouldn't have happened without you, Alejandro Mariorcas. What a pathetic, hypocritical communist. Well, he's not a hypocritical communist. He's a lying piece of work. But he's, he, he's, he's actually a very non-hypocritical communist. He's straight up. Panko, communist. This is a very serious charge. And this is a very serious thing I'm doing. And I don't want to be, you know, if I, if I start talking with a smile, they'll say he smiled because the fake news is just terrible. He smiled. What was he smiling about? Mm. And I don't really want to smile. There's not, I want to smile when we complete the task and make America great again. I'll smile. You face a lot of internal opposition in your first term. Individuals who you believed really didn't have your same agenda, were not advancing your agenda, whether it was pulling troops out of of foreign countries or other programs. So how would you guard against that in a second term? And would there be any people you would pull back from the uh, your former term in office who you might bring back to the cabinet? We had a lot of great people, Lighthizer. We, I mean, there were so many, because you talk about our trade, we would just kill it on a trade. We had a lot of great people I won't mention, but I could mention 20 names just right off the cuff. But we also had some that I wouldn't have used. The difference is, when I was elected, I was in Washington 17 times in my entire life, and I never stayed over. I wasn't a Washington person. So I had a beautiful explanation. When he says I, he was there 17 times and he never stayed over, he never spent a night in Washington, D.C., that's how uh, uh, not so how outside of the beltway corrupt crowd he was. 
And what he's saying is so cogent. Uh, they were there. They were a den of vipers. The whole place, a den of vipers. They were just waiting for Donald Trump. And they ate him alive when he, when he got there. Uh, it's not going to happen a second time. Uh, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. He knows that. He's not going to let them fool him. He won't be fooled again. I rely on, in some cases, rhinos, in some cases, well-meaning rhinos, but they were recommending people. And some of the people I had, I wouldn't have uh, used again. And now I know everybody. I know the good ones, the weak ones, the strong ones, the incompetent ones, the very smart ones that people don't know this, how smart they are. You know, those are the ones we like the best. But the fact is, I know the people now really well because, you know, I did. I won. I was a businessman. It's, if you ever look at the charts, 92 percent of the people that became president were politicians. The other 8 percent were generals. So I was neither. I was neither of them. Could you work with Mitch McConnell if he's still in office? Obviously, you've butted heads, have well, different views of- on a lot of issues. But could you work with him? Uh, in a new term, if he was still in the Senate, and still had a leadership position. A lot of his so-called people have endorsed me, as you know, over the last little while. A lot of them have uh, tremendous people like Steve Daines is is a great guy. And uh, actually, John Cornyn gave me an endorsement, which shocked the hell out of me, to be honest with you. But I was endorsed by a lot of people and uh, almost you know, getting close to the entire Senate, uh, he'll probably end up endorsing me also. I don't know that I can work with him. He gave away trillions of dollars that he didn't have. Beautiful answer. Beautiful. I don't know that I can work with him. That's Mitch McConnell he's talking about. China Mitch. Beautiful answer. I don't know that I can work with him. He gave away trillions of dollars. Beautiful. That, That was the lead. Let's continue to trillions of dollars he made it very easy for the democrats when i wanted to build a wall i ended up building the wall you know what i did i took it out of the military i said this is an invasion of our country that's how i built the wall i said this is an invasion i'm taking it out of the it's about your nato comments watch why is donald trump so enamored of putin well, part of it is he's a wannabe dictator. He even said the other day, let's uh, basically get out of NATO and, you know, encourage Putin to do what he wants. All of us should reject the dangerous statements made by the previous president that invited Russia to invade our NATO allies if they weren't paying up. So does this mean you're not going to defend NATO countries if they haven't paid their two point whatever well, percent? Uh, yeah, sort of. It does. We have we have 28 countries. We have 28 countries, and they were taking advantage tremendously. You know, look, the European nations, I happen to be... Great, positive, no hesitation answer. Now, that was Laura Ingram. Does this mean you're not going to defend NATO countries if they don't pay their 2%? That, that, no, just a, that's just a, a low, low benchmark. Uh, we'll come back to this. This is a great, great second part of his interview. Make a four. We'll be back in a moment. The best of the free life is still yet to come. The good times ain't over for good. I'm 
I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Health Simple with Colorado Shilaji. Fact bit number two. In Ayurvedic pharmacology, Shilaji is the king Raza Yoga Vahayana. Raza Yana is one of the comprehensive disciplines of Ayurveda. It comprises of specialized uses of herbal minerals to achieve the optimum state of health. Razayana is a path to achieve homeostasis and thus retarding the process of aging and the prevention of diseases. Shilaji stands alone as the king herbal mineral over all other earth-made substances. Within Razayana, Shilaji is the ultimate substance that improves quality of plasma and blood. Thus, it strengthens and promotes health to all tissues of the body. Legit Shilaji, like Colorado Shilaji, is as the literal Sanskrit translation implies. Shilaji is the conqueror of mountains and the destroyer of weakness. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. We're back, folks, and uh, this is a very good interview uh, by Donald Trump being interviewed by Laura Ingram in South Carolina uh, and uh, yesterday, and this is the, the end of the interview, which was first put up on network news today. Laura Ingram put up the first part on her show last night and had the biggest audience she's ever had in a long career. Interesting. Uh, what if that's going to make Laura a little more enthusiastic about Donald Trump? 
she, I wonder. I wonder if it's gonna the the light bulb's gonna go off in her head like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't toy around, play footsie with these rhinos and these uh, never Trumpers. Maybe I should, hmm, maybe I should get a little more enthusiastic about the Trump train. So I'm sure. I'm sure that thought is going through her head. Uh, so here we let's go back to it. Let's listen. I'm now I'm hearing this for the first time with you. So here we go. A long time ago, my parents, my grandparents came from a place called Europe. So I love it. But they are very smart and they take advantage. They've taken advantage of us on trade and they've taken advantage of us on NATO. And what happened, what I did is I told them, if you don't pay up, I'm not going to defend you. And they said, I can't believe it. Nobody else ever said that. Bush came in, he made a speech, and they left. Obama came in, he made a speech. We were supporting almost 100%. In my opinion, we were paying for Europe's military, almost 100%, not 40% or 20%. They weren't paid up. And a question was asked by the head of a country, very strong question, at a big meeting, one night, 28 countries, sir, does that mean that if we don't pay, you will not defend us from Russia or whoever? I said, you say you didn't pay, you were delinquent, said, yes, let's say we were, I would not defend you. Now, if I said I would defend them, they wouldn't have paid. As soon as I said, that's right, that's exactly what it means, the money came pouring in, billions of dollars, and the Secretary General, who couldn't believe it, because he went through Obama, he went through Bush, he went through all of them, they never paid up. Everybody owed money. Of the 28 countries, eight had paid almost up. Like 11, have paid, 11 or 12 have now Very paid. Very few. Here. Well, maybe. But, but do you think Article 5 should be amended as, as it's currently well, I think a country the- should have to pay. If you don't pay, why should we? Look, uh, we have a bigger purpose than that. But they will pay. It's like Ukraine. They're not paying. We're paying. We're paying for the Ukraine much more than they are. They should be paying at least on an equal basis. They should actually be paying more. And the reason they're not is that nobody's asking them. I guarantee you, Biden, do you think Biden's calling these guys and saying, listen, fellas, you got to pay up, pay up, get your ass moving, pay up. <laughs> not going to do that. He'll go, oh, oh. Right now, the guy doesn't know he's alive, okay? And if Trump wins... Will he work with some of the same Democrats who tried to sabotage him the first time? More of my exclusive town hall and the bonus round with President Trump after this. Okay. Let's see. There's a look. She's taking a break. So we'll just, we'll wait for her break to conclude. Legacy, legacy media. Uh, what, what do they call it? Lamestream, lamestream media with their interminable advertising. A lot of it paid for by George Soros. Disgusting. And uh, But this, this is, I'm liking this, and a huge audience. Uh, and, you know, this is, these are exciting days coming up, folks. I mean, this is going to, the electricity is really going to start crackling tomorrow, Thursday. Because that's the effectively the first day of CPAC, uh, followed Friday and Saturday by more CPAC. Saturday being the culmination with Donald Trump delivering the keynote address. I mean, it will be packed, and it you will be able to hear a, a pin drop in Donald Trump's keynote address. The uh, then you're going to have the South. Di- South Carolina primary on Saturday, the February 24th. Uh, 
and will celebrate another trouncing of uh, Nimrata Randawa that night. So that will be exciting. And oh, the other, the other, like really neat, exciting kind of event, electrifying, is that the ten thousand or so patriots in attendance at CPAC in National Harbor, basically Washington D.C. In a very deluxe accommodation, very deluxe uh, convention center there, hotel slash convention center. They will be voting, I think for the first time in a CPAC, they'll be voting on who should be Donald Trump's pick for vice president. This is going to be darn interesting. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, st- I'm going to get the full results because those people voting, those are our compatriots. Let's take a little break for a moment here, and then we'll be back with Donald Trump in this great interview. Through the dust and the smoke of this man-made hell walked a giant of a man that the miners knew well, grabbed a sagging timber and gave out with a groan, and like a giant oak tree just stood there alone, Big John. Big John. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. 
Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. These United States, we needed the worst. Well, we're, we're back, folks. And now let's go back to Laura Ingram's interview. Riveting performance by Donald Trump. Let's see if we can't. What happened to my interview? <laughs> okay. Uh, it'll come back here in a moment. I thought I, I thought we were there. We're waiting for their advertising on. Here she comes. Here she comes. Here she is. Bonus rounds with President Trump from Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> Mr. President Tammy's in the audience. She has a question. Tammy. Good afternoon. President Trump, <laughs> um, first of all, I'd like to say we miss you. Thank you. And we are truly, we are truly sorry for the scrutiny that you are under on a daily basis, which leads to my question: How do you keep the demeanor that you do and um, keep your spirits so high when you are obviously being um, attacked by the other side all the time? Well, thank you very much for that. I, I really appreciate that question. Because I do get it. I'll tell you, Tammy, I get two questions the most. Will they do it again? That's the number one question. Will they do it again, sir? Will they do it again? We have a lot of checks. We have a lot of things. And, you know, last time I campaigned, I did great. And then I went home and I saw bad things happening. And we all know that. But that's number one. The second thing is, how do you take it? Which is your question. And I don't know the answer to that, except I must be wired in a certain way, because I have a lot of very, very, not even friends, friends and enemies. But I have a lot of people come up to me like Wall Street tycoons, big, tough, smart people. And they say, how the hell do you take it? You got indicted four times. These guys, if they ever got indicted once, I mean, they'd crawl into a corner and say, Mommy, take me home. I can't take it. It's true. You pray regularly. I pray. I pray. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, because I know this is a very faith-filled audience here, and I know there are people across the globe who pray for you and your safety. They're worried about your safety. Um, no, they are. And they, they want... 
can do I you be feel honest? that? Do you feel the power of that? I do, but can I be honest? I worry about their safety, too. These people, everybody in this room is in great danger right now. We have a nuclear weapon that if you hit New York, uh, South Carolina is going to be gone, too. Uh, I worry about their safety. I think it's the reason I'm doing this. I'm worrying about this country. This country is in such trouble. We have incompetent people running our country right now. The only thing they're good at is being vicious. They're vicious, horrible people. And that's what they're good at. They're good at doing the election stuff and demeaning people. We want to get together. I think we can get together. Will you work with Democrats in cities that I know you love because you spent so much time in all these cities? So sad. You said after Iowa you would work with any Democrat in any city or state to fix their problems. Will you? Well, I went a step further. I, you know, the top 25 worst cities in terms of crime, they're all run by Democrats. I mean, virtually every one of them is Democrats. I'm going to work with the Democrats. We're going to rebuild our cities. We're going to rebuild those 25 plus cities and we're going to make our cities great again. We're also going to make our capital, our capital. Last night, two people were killed again. We have people going in from South Carolina. They want to go and see uh, the Washington Monument or something, anything. And they end up getting shot in Washington, D.C. You, you know it better than anybody. It's dangerous. I just lost somebody who was, who was killed last Your week, staff. who was a phenomenal young man. He was his carjack. He was carjacked and the man shot him. This thug shot him through the head right in front of his wife. His wife was coming out and he was killed almost instantaneously and a great guy. Uh, This should not be in our capital. We will run that with such. I want to federalize it. I want to take it back. We want to clean it, fix the roads. The roads have potholes. I just I can imagine these leaders coming in from other, you know, they hear the United States. They come in from other countries. They look at roads that are filthy, dirty with dirt, with with paper and, and cartons and garbage. Oh, all fentanyl over. and homelessness, With all of it. The homeless, the tents all over the parks. Uh, no, we're going to take over Washington, D.C. We're going to federalize. We're going to have very powerful crime. And you're going to be proud of it again. We're going to take the graffiti off the beautiful marble columns, Awful. the swastikas off the columns, and we're going to make it beautiful again and safe. I hear um, a lot this question I'm asked a lot. That Jill Biden is everywhere. She's campaigning everywhere. Um, for for Joe Biden, and she did in 2020. Will we see more of your secret weapon? Yeah. For those of us who know uh, your wife, Melania, will we see more of her this time around? Um, given her ability to speak so many languages, her ability—he was so wonderful with children and and everyone. And I think a lot of people here want to see more of her. They love her. I'll tell you. Baby. Will we? So, and you know her. She's a very brilliant person. She speaks many languages. The whole thing. She's done a beautiful job in raising my very tall son. He's very tall, Barrett. He's seriously tall, right? But and he's a very good athlete, but he's smart. And her life evolves around that boy. It's so important to her. At the same time, it also uh, revolves around our country and the success of our country. She's raised a lot of money for charity. She's a private person. It's funny. She was a very successful model, very, very successful and yet she was a private person. Uh, she's going to be out a lot, uh, not because she likes doing it, but she likes the result. She wants to see this country really succeed. She loves the country. You know, when I do rallies, I have so many signs. We love our first lady. The people love her. They love the fact that she's not out there so much. You know, a lot of first ladies, we go out, they want to be everywhere. They get angry at their husband because he's not introducing them. 
If I didn't introduce Melania, she'd be very happy about it. She's just a different kind of a person. And she loves the country. She's going to be out a lot. But she does it for the good of the country, not for her. She's somebody with a lot of confidence. She doesn't need that. You have a lot of people. And I'm not only talking about first ladies, but uh, other politicians, wives. And I see them all the time. And they're they're constantly out there. And they're waving in front of the husband. You know, they're in front of the husband waving. He's Or vice versa. Now, she's going to be out quite a bit, and she loves this country, and she wants it great, and she says hello. On Monday, we spoke to a group of undecided primary voters in South Carolina, and they all came to our town hall last night to hear from President Trump directly. So did he say anything to sway their decisions? We find out next. Well, okay, I have to to mute it again because, boy, I'll tell you what. You know, I don't watch network TV at all. And uh, my gosh, the quantity of ads and the length of the ads and the obnoxiousness of the ads, it's its amazing. It, it is falling. Legacy TV is falling apart. Uh, Tucker Carlson has, with his interview, let's go look. How many views currently does he have on his Vladimir Putin interview. Ah, let's see. He has 12.4 million followers. That's a lot more than the audience for Fox, which is, I mean, on their best nights, it's like 2 million, uh, something like that. 206 million views on Twitter. And I don't know how many views in other places. Uh he is really reaching a lot of people. And uh, here's his newest episode, by the way. I just noticed it here. I turned over to it four hours ago. Uh, episode 76 of the Tucker Carlson on X. Uh, here it is. This is a good one. You're going to want to hear it. As they lecture us endlessly about human rights in other countries, the Biden administration is trying to kill journalist Julian Assange for the crime of embarrassing the CIA. His wife, Stella, joins us from his extradition hearing. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, many Christmas. That's a, that's a good one. By the way, his previous uh, interview was with Lydia Brimelow, uh, the wife of Peter Brimelow, and they are the to, she said now they're down to two employees at VDARE. VDARE is the name of a great website, VDARE.com. If you've never been there, you've missed something. VDARE, V-D-A-R-E. And what what is the origin of that unusual name? Well, Virginia Dare was the first child, by some accounts, the first child born, first European child born in the New World. Uh, and she was born in the Jamestown colony uh, and disappeared with the Jamestown colony, which, by the way, interestingly enough, the the incredible uh, uh, scientist Bill Kelso is the one who discovered and has excavated and devoted his life to the Jamestown colony, which he found. 
And it was from that colony that Virginia Dare disappeared, along with all the all the people that Virginia Dare's father uh, was coming back to see after going back to England for supplies. When he came back, you know, in, you know, some time later, because of the very hazardous journey, his his daughter and his fellow Jamestown colonists were gone and no one knows what happened to them but anyway peter and lydia brimelow peter brimelow named his website vdare.com after her disappearance in salute to the first you know one of us the first one of us born in america who disappeared as a child and there's some very interesting if you ever want to hunt that one down very interesting uh, speculation and uh, uh, bits and pieces of evidence as to how she may have survived at least for a while and have been taken further into the interior of America by the Indians. The speculation is that they were wiped out by the Indians treacherously and uh, badly mistreated and then disappeared uh all right let's go back to well let's go take a look here at uh what's happening at uh laura's interview let's see if she's continuing her interview well not yet uh we might just switch over to uh Tucker, Tucker's not full of, here she is, here she is, we're back. Whoops, I hit the wrong button. Sway the minds of the undecided voters that we spoke with on Monday. Now, Raymond Arroyo's here, and we brought back the five undecided uh, voters and, yeah. from South Carolina. And uh, on Monday night, Jason, Tracy, Eric, Dakota, and Matt were all with us, so... Did the town hall sway any of you? Yeah. I guess that it did. Tell us how. You know, Donald Trump, if I could summarize what he said in one word, it was just strength. He had a a way about him that just, you know, demanded attention. And he he really sounded like the kind of leader that I would want to vote for. Mm. He said one line that really stuck with me, Laura, and that's this. My success will be my revenge. That right there is the line I've been wanting to hear from Donald Trump this whole election cycle. Is he running again to get revenge, to pay back? Who do we have to attack? The vendetta. No, it's my policies, my platform, my results. That will be the revenge. Tracy was really concerned about how Donald Trump was going to deport the 10 million aliens he promised to deport. Did he satisfy you with his answer today? A little bit. He said we need to get the bad ones out. He said he's going to use law enforcement. But I'm wondering how that's going to go down in states like New York and California. Oops, we got a uh, we got a blip here. In the, in all in fact, where they need it the most, he'll probably be the least effective. Jason, what about you? Yeah, he answered all of my questions about getting into fentanyl and all the drugs out over the border. Um, you know, and I think he'd be great to strengthen the homeless and, and try to help solve that. 
And Eric, you you were concerned about the tone that Donald Trump has yes. had in the past. Did this allay those fears at all for you? Today, he was so lockable. Guys, when he walks into a room, he owns the room. It is obvious. Everybody liked him. Um, I couldn't help myself but cheer for him. I'm standing in front of a president. And it's very exciting for me. But at the same time, I just think that he owns the room. Uh, everybody likes him. And Catch the pillar if oh. it's not. Oh, we lost, we lost the audio on that. So that was interesting. That was five people that Laura Ingram picked out of the audience as undecideds. They didn't know whether they were they – were, these were not you know, pure MAGA people. They didn't know whether they were going to, going to support Donald Trump. Before that interview, you just heard part of – after all five of them are Trump supporters. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's what I can say. <laughs> and, and you heard their reasoning, too. But remember, they, you know, they represent a lot of, a lot of people. Look at, the, look at the, this last man who said, you know, Trump was so likable. He owned the room. Everybody supported him. Everybody liked him. And the first man, who he said, strength. The man exudes strength. He's the kind of leader I want. Uh, wow. There, there you go. That, that, when we talked about that serious tone that he took in this interview uh, and that he has taken. Now, imagine, imagine what the world looks like to Donald Trump. Earlier in this broadcast, Laura Ingram uh, said, she said this. Nearly $400 million, incredible fine, incredible judgment against Donald Trump by Arthur, communist, red, diaper baby, uh, pinko, Angeron. Maybe the most ridiculous edict from a, a judicial bench in American history. She said, this is incredible. I think Laura Ingram's an attorney, actually. So she says, he's going to have to post a bond on $400 million. And the interest on that judgment per day, get this, the cost to Donald Trump in interest alone per day, what do you think it is? $87,000 a day. And that doesn't include the bond. What would a bond be on $400 million? 10% of that maybe? $40 million bucks cash that you might lose? We'll be right back. Stay tuned. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. 
So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new Ease-Off Drop and Lift? What in the world is an Ease-Off Drop and Lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down being wrong nobody's right if everybody's wrong we're back folks we just have a few more minutes to go this Wednesday night and uh, uh, you know you go to uh, you know my favorite news website is thegatewaypundit.com and uh, that gateway Pundit, gateway referring to the the gateway arch across the Mississippi at St. Louis. Not across the Mississippi. <laughs> it's near the Mississippi. <laughs> Good luck crossing the Mississippi with an arch. Uh, 
and uh, but St. Louis is, uh, you know, renowned as the gateway to the West in American history. You know, so near the Ohio River, the Missouri River, the Mississippi River, uh, the, the whole watershed of North America coming together there at St. Louis, and the uh, Jim Hoft is the gateway pundit. And let me just read you the, the titles of his current page news in a remaining minute or two. And you, you, you can sort of fill it in. I'd like to play all these for you if we had a four-hour show. But just listen to the titles. It says it all. He's shot. Biden loses battle with teleprompter after his brain short circuits. Watch. O'Keefe. That's James O'Keefe, strikes again. IRS official tells O'Keefe Media Group reporter that the IRS, this is undercover, of course, uses AI to spy on Americans' bank accounts. Is it constitutional? Uh, Quote, I doubt it, says IRS official Alex Mina. Uh, Wow. Joe Biden is in such bad shape that Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass swoops in and answers questions on his behalf. Here's the next one. I'm just reading the titles in order. I mean, is this exciting news reporting or what? Watch. Mike Benz explains the dirty tricks the deep state is using by framing Trump as a threat to democracy, quote, unquote. Here's, here's a hell of I have to follow up on this one. James Biden admits there is no loan documentation for the $200,000, quote, loan repayment, unquote, made to Joe Biden in 2018. Think about that, folks. So apparently he was taking testimony. He was testifying somewhere. Maybe they subpoenaed him. No document. When's the last time you made a $200,000 loan repayment to somebody in your family with no documentation? (laughs) Oh, Oh, you've never done that? I don't think anybody's ever done that that was doing it on the up and up. Anyway, the, the headlines are just like they're going on down the whole page and the next page and the next page, thegatewaypundit.com. This is Kelso uh, saying good night here on Wednesday night. We'll be back tomorrow night. It's the beginning of CPAC. Boy, we're going to have a lot to talk about tomorrow night. You don't want to miss it. See you tomorrow. some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want 
want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 